breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One seven FM, 710 Keo, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. State Senator Alan Seabon joining us. Alan, good morning, sir. How are you all this morning? Wonderful. Good. Thank you for making yourself available. You've got two bills uh, you're introducing in this uh, special session. You guys are in Baton Rouge today. Uh, tell us about this. I like I like your idea of providing limitation of civil liability for peace officers. Yeah, the... The entire country has been going the wrong way in making the police officers and the law enforcement uh, guys the victims. Uh, I mean, the the, the bad guys. Right. The fact of the matter is they put a lot on the line, and they're out there on the front lines protecting us, and we need to protect them. So so essentially with this would make it much more difficult to file a lawsuit against an officer. Um, and, like, if you're convicted of battery of an officer, resisting an officer, then you can't bring a civil action against the officer for effectively fighting back. Now, there's a, a good Samaritan law. Is that still in effect, and does that apply to police officers? Uh, I honestly have no idea, but I'll know by tomorrow morning. Are you pretty Are you pretty optimistic this measure is going to sail through? Um, it's probably going to have to get amended. I've had a couple of people express that maybe it was, as originally introduced, it's perhaps a little broad. Uh, and we might need to look at that, but uh, I, I, I expect it to pass. Um, and I, I don't, uh, you know, I expect, again, I expect it to pass. It maybe not without amendment. Another bill you're proposing is the truth and transparency in our criminal justice system. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is a no-brainer to me. We should all have access to folks' criminal records. Is that kind of what this does? Yeah, this is something that we tried last year on a limited basis. It was only East Baton Rouge, Orleans Parish, and Caddo Parish. And it sailed through the House and hit the skids in the Senate. And uh, so we, we came back with it, worked with the Clerks Association over the, the off season, and uh, we're bringing it now for, for the whole state. And basically, um, the minute entries which are entered in a criminal case are available online. So if you want to follow the status of a criminal prosecution, uh, you you can. And because what we had, what we found out the problem was we had victims, we had witnesses that didn't know cases were going to trial or in some cases found out the trial had already occurred and with, with people not uh, informing them or not letting them know. So, you know, some victims who were very interested in the outcome of the trial but maybe weren't witnesses so they weren't contacted by the DA um, would look up and find out the trial had already occurred. So this is the way, if you want to follow it, we're just going to have you put the minute entries, nothing confidential or anything, just the, the court's minute entries available online for people to look up. And it's, uh, I think the, the clerks association and most of the clerks are okay with it. Uh, the, the difference is like in, in our area, Caddo, Bozier, Webster, mo- most of our clerks that I've talked to, I mean, as, again, as a practicing lawyer, their records are all available online anyway. So this is going to be pretty easy to just make them available to the public. Some parishes aren't as technologically advanced as most of ours are. So it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, a technology curve for them. 
to get up to date. But uh, we, we sh- it shouldn't be a problem in our area. Now, the, now, will we also be able to see their criminal backgrounds for these folks? Probably not. That's not included in the bill. What's included in the bill is simply the um, the minutes of that particular case. So I could do a search on that person's name and see the minutes yeah. where he comes up in any case then, I guess. Yeah, yes. Okay. Now that's, that's, that's going to be free. I don't have to join the clerk's special VIP club to, to see it, correct? That's correct. I mean, like right now, I pay most of the clerk's in our area, again, as a lawyer, my law firm pays for me to have access. So I, I've, I've got access to this information that we're trying to make available now, uh, but I pay for it. This The bill is going to require it to be free. You don't have to pay anything. You just log in and click a button, and there it is. So you won't have to have Clerk of Courts Plus Mm-hmm. And access. That, that, that's correct. <laughs> what are the other critical bills that you're following and, and you're watching closely during this crime session that you hope? Uh, one was the the 17 year olds going back to yes. adult court. You anticipate that's going to pass? I do. I mean, we passed it twice. Just John Bell's vetoed it both times. Mm-hmm. Jeff Landry's not going to veto it. So, yeah, I think that's going to be an easy lift. Um, the the agenda for this session was pretty much laid out by my task force. I, I, I created a violent crime task force last year, and they met during the offseason, during the election cycle. I was not on it because they had to meet before Election Day, and I was kind of busy. But I created it, and, and essentially the, the what came out of that task force is the agenda for this session. Um, and it's it, rolling back 17-year-olds being treated as adults again, which will be a significant improvement on our juvenile system from a capacity and a, and a, a housing capacity and standpoint, it'll be great. And then um, truth in sentencing. If you get sentenced to 10 years, you need to serve most of 10 years. The way we have it right now, where you're, you're about 30 to 35 percent of your sentence and you're getting out. And with good time calculations, it's less than that. So it, it's it's we, we need we need people to be afraid to get arrested, and we need people afraid mm-hmm. of the criminal justice system again. The, the biggest problem I think we saw over this country in the, in, the, in the state in the last five or six years is people aren't afraid to get arrested. There's such a backlog. It, it turned into a turnstile, just going in and right back out that afternoon because there's no, no room to house juveniles, mm-hmm. which is why adults are getting 17-year-olds to do their carjackings and things for them because they know right. they're going to be released to mama that afternoon. So, we, we, look, you do a serious crime, you need to do serious time in a bad place that you don't want to go back to. And, and that's, that's essentially what, where we need to go with this. Because we, we've looked the other way, and look, the, the biggest, biggest travesty of the John Bill Edwards administration, in my opinion, was looking and saying, we have too many people behind bars, and we're just going to open the door and let them out. I agree we had too many people behind bars, but we need to study why they're committing crime, and we need to study and come up with ways to prevent crime, not just simply give me a key, let's open the door, let them out, and hope they do better next time. Mm. We've given people chance after chance after chance after chance, and they're, they're still coming back. There was a, uh, a fatal accident involving some grade school kids in Sabine Parish last week or the week before, um, and the guy who was drunk and driving the wrong way on a road at 8 o'clock in the morning, um, killed two kids on the way to school, um, had been arrested again and again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Slap on the wrist, let him out, 
And now we have a, 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 a young life that will never reach adulthood. Yeah. And that's it's completely avoidable. Um, but we've got to actually make people afraid of the criminal justice system again. Because it used to be, I mean, look, when I was growing up, police came, you know, you, you get straight and straighten up and yes, sir, and no, sir. And because and you didn't really want to go downtown. Um, and, you know, people are throwing stuff at cops. They're, they're aggressively attacking police officers. And they're not afraid to commit crimes because they're going to get a slap on the wrist and release the mama. So uh, we, we need to move move the pendulum back in a big way, and I think we're going to do that this week. State Senator Alan Seabaugh, can you hold with us uh, to, to, through the break? Sure. We'll be right back. Mike and McCarty, 1017FM710Keel.com. More breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017FM and 710Keel. On the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, State Senator Alan Seabaugh joining us for a quickie. Alan, is, do you see these 13 bills that are being introduced as kind of a rollback on this, on just this disaster that's been called justice reinvestment? It, it's a start. Uh, that That's essentially uh, not all of it, but we'll get to more in the regular. Um, but it's it's mostly, yes, for the most part. That was a disaster. For the state of Louisiana, it was Absolutely. supposed to save us money. It was supposed to save us money, which was supposed to be reinvested into job training and other things, so that to cut down recidivism. So when we did let people out of jail, we, they were trained, they were skilled, they could get a job and not have to revert back to a life of crime to support themselves. Uh, that part of it was simply forgotten. They just simply opened the door and let them out, and the recidivism rate has been ridiculous. We have, a, I believe it's the number 60 now, inmates on death row in Louisiana. Will this be handled during this crime session? Will you guys find a method that will be legal that we can use to start implementing the death penalty? If we're going to have if we're going to have it on the books, uh, we haven't used it in, God, eight, ten years. Um, I honestly don't know if that was a bill that was included in the call or not. Uh, I don't recall seeing it. I've, I've reviewed all the bills. I've I know that the governor came out with a, a statement on it saying he wanted to find some other means of execution. Uh, apparently, the lethal injection drugs they were using are unavailable. So, you know, we had a couple of years ago, we had a cleanup bill where we had to remove um, the requirement that there be a licensed electrician present at all executions, even when they were by lethal injection. So we had... We had, you know, back when they used the electric chair, the state had to pay an electrician to monitor. They switched to lethal injections, and we were still paying an electrician. Um, so we, we, we did a cleanup on that one. Everybody thought it was funny. Now, I, I don't know if we go back to the electric chair, but we're going to go back to something uh, other than what we've been doing. So uh, I don't know if it's included in the call. I don't know if it needs to be. But, uh, I mean, that might be something we could do by executive order. Um, or we could do it in the regular if it's not included in the call. But it is something Louisiana needs to address because if you're going to have the death penalty, it is extremely difficult and expensive to prosecute a capital murder case and to achieve the death penalty. Um, if we're going to do it, we, we need to actually use it. Our DA sat in the studio last week and talked. We asked him about the crime session, and he said, you know, we see this all the time over his years. We see the pendulum swing, like you mentioned yourself, uh, from, you know, get tough on crime to get lax on, on crime. And now it seems to be swinging in the, in the other direction. 
toward getting tough. And he said, you know, we don't know which is the best yet. You feel pretty certain getting tough is the best way. Well, if you look around northwest Louisiana and Shreveport in particular the last five or six years, I think uh, letting bad guys roam the streets has not worked out very well for us. So I'm, I'm willing to try something else. One of the things when people always ask me, regardless of what it is, whether it's education reform or criminal justice, you know, can you guarantee this is going to fix the problem? Uh, no, a lot of times you can't. But I can guarantee that we're last. We're living in one of the most dangerous cities in America, one of the most dangerous states in America. So not doing anything is going to have us continue to living living in a dangerous place. So let's try something until we find the one that works. And obviously opening the doors and letting people out of jail was a bad idea. Um, and it didn't work. So let, let, let's go the other direction if we have to. Yep. Um, look, when, when I, I've been in the legislature 13 years. When I first got there, the, the, the big thing, and this was under Jindal, this is not a John Belt thing. They were closing prisons, closing mm-hmm. public prisons, clo- closing private prisons. Um, and the, the pendulum had already started swinging before John Bell was elected on this. We have too many people incarcerated. Um, I think we need to, we're missing the point. The point, the question, the real question is why is there so much crime in Louisiana? Not what to do with them or what like we're doing something wrong as a state because we have people incarcerated. We're doing something wrong as a state because we have people committing too much crime. We need to start there. Once the crime is committed, Throw the book at them, make them not want to do it again. But we need to also look at why they got there in the first place, and let's see if we can do something about it. Whether it's education, or, or you know, there's a lot of things that we can do to prevent the crime from being committed in the first place. But once it's committed, looking at the criminal thing, oh, you're a victim of society, and you know it's not really your fault you committed that crime. That's horse hockey. Did you commit a crime? You, yeah, you the, need the, to pay the, for it. The governor issued an executive order, I believe Friday, um, calling for an emergency for police recruiting. Um, th- that's a problem across the state. Um, do you think his executive order will make an impact? Will ease up the, the shortage we're seeing all over the area? I hope it will. I mean, that law is a payroll padding, and it's in place because it's, this is we're still in the fiscal year of an election. All sheriffs were up for re-election in this fiscal year, which goes July to June. So the rule says you can't increase your payroll significantly in an election year. What, what they don't want is a sheriff to go hire 400 new deputies to help him campaign for re-election. That's the reason for the law. But the problem is it goes all the way through June 30, and sheriffs are prevented from increasing their payroll during this fiscal year. So he's giving them a reprieve if you if you have all vacancies you need to fill, go fill them and to make it because right now it's actually illegal to hire new deputies. Um, wow. So this should should absolutely interesting. Yeah, definitely. Well, we appreciate your time this morning and I'm sure we'll talk again in the next couple of weeks before you all wrap things up. Call me anytime. I appreciate you. all mm-hmm. Thank you, Alan. 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarthy. Back to the big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Okay, you play the Powerball, and I've been checking the sign. It's still, what, 340 or something? 
Oh, I think I think the Mega Millions is for something, okay. but I, I haven't paid attention lately. I need to because it's getting up there now. What if this were you? There was a guy in D.C. that bought his Powerball ticket, okay, mm. and he checked the winning numbers the next day, and they matched three hundred forty million. <gasps> so he 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 took a picture of the ticket like he you know you're supposed to do mm-hmm. signed and, it and signed it and he only told one other person oh. but when he went to cash it in they said no we posted the wrong number oh no <laughs> oh no no you didn't win we posted the wrong we posted numbers. the wrong number where well, where's so my number of, for my lawyer so instead of matching all five he matched none of them Oh, I I wish I could be in the store if that happened to you. Oh, Mike, <laughs> I would come unglued if I saw they posted my numbers and I go, oh man. Oh yeah, he's 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 already contacted a lawyer. Oh, I'm sure he has. He's suing the DC law yeah, lottery. Yeah, they better do a little quick settlement with his booty quickly. He said they they had the wrong numbers up for three days. <gasps> I hope he got a good screenshot. And he wants to. He wants them to pay Ooh-wee. up. Ooh we. Ooh we. Yow. Oh. I mean, how how does that happen? How I does don't that happen. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Man, I'd come unglued. Could you imagine? Talk about Pib. You just won three hundred forty million dollars. You probably called your boss and said, "Hey, peace <laughs> out." Yeah. I won't be in. Kiss my grit. Oh, we got the wrong numbers. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, oh by no. the way. Oh, never mind. I'm coming in. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean that. Sorry. Oh, we have a come to Jesus meeting with some lottery folks. Mm. Okay. Danny, uh, Danny McCormick is uh, is, uh, issuing a bill saying uh, he wants to eliminate grocery tax, municipal tax on groceries. I uh, hear what he has to say coming up right after the break. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Keel. Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. On the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, State Rep Danny McCormick joining us. Uh, good morning, Danny. Thanks for talking with us this morning. Good morning. How y'all doing today, guys? Wonderful. Happy Friday to you. You've got a uh, an interesting proposition now before the legislature to eliminate Sales tax on groceries. How did this come about, and where are we on this? Well, you know, basically, I was just looking for something that we uh, could be able to help the the middle class people with their grocery bills. You know, I have a lot of young people in my life, and we're always talking about how high uh, groceries are with this inflation. And uh, right now in Louisiana, there's no state sales tax on groceries, and and my bill would eliminate any local sales tax sales tax on groceries. You know, we're we're talking uh, mainly just the ingredients for the food, just the basic necessities to to feed your family at home. That, you know, this doesn't have anything to do with prepared foods like you may uh, buy at a restaurant. But uh, that's the idea behind it. Uh, Mayor Arsenault was in studio with us in the seven o'clock hour, and he said this will cause a problem. I mean, sales tax is now a bigger bigger part of his budget, and eliminating a part of that would cause a problem. Have you talked to? local um, municipalities about about what this would do to them uh no no i haven't you know my my concern is with the working class people i know that uh i don't know about the mayor personally i know a lot of the local uh taxing agencies uh work with the caddo bozier port 
they're forgiving uh, tens of millions, if not more, of, of uh, property taxes a year to these uh, giant corporations. And I think it's time that uh, they eliminated those exemptions uh, for these multi-million dollar companies. And uh, we gave a break to the working class people. That's where my concern is. Is there been any uh, uh, plans about replacing that revenue from other sources? Um, not to my knowledge. Like I said, there's uh, my ideas would do away with uh, tax exemptions on the uh, uh, large corporations, but that would the that other agencies in, in the area would have to make those decisions. Those are decisions are pretty much out of my hand. You you know you'll probably face a lot of opposition to this from the municipal groups. Um, what are you hearing? What's your feedback on it so far? Oh, well, you know, my, my my ties into the working class and the small business owners are where my ties are. Those are the people that elected me, and they're ecstatic about it. Uh, they think it's time that we did something for the Louisiana citizens and uh, and, uh, and 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 helped them out, and that, that's what this for. I mean, we're talking about the basic food for survival that is being taxed. And as you all very well know, Louisiana has the highest sales tax in the nation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think this break is something that the uh, working class people in Louisiana really need at this point. What the mayor, the mayor made a point today that was interesting, Danny. He said, you know, many years ago, conservatives came forward and said, you know, when, when much of the tax burden was, was property tax and conservatives came forward and said, look, we're bearing the brunt of these taxes. And so let's shift some of it from property to a sales tax. And now it's shifted where governments are more dependent on the sales tax. And he said the pendulum has swung the other way. And now taking away some of that would be a would be a difficult for the cities and parishes. I, I don't know what conservatives he was particularly talking about. Uh, like you know, you know, we should you should ask the mayor about the tens of millions of dollars worth of property tax that are being lost in the area from the exemption on the Cattle Bozier Port. I mean. The Cattle Bozier Port, it, it collects sales, it, it collects property taxes. The, these multi-million dollar businesses pay little to no property taxes. That's his revenue right there. That's corporate welfare. That's crony capitalism. That's what we need to end in the area and give and just give a break to the working class people. Can we shift gears and talk about your uh, concealed carry measure? You have pushed it several times before. You've said you're going to do it again. But I got a message this morning that maybe another lawmaker may be assisting you with that. Are you putting that bill forward or is someone else doing it this time? Uh, There's actually uh, two of the bills being filed, Aaron. Uh, One is uh, by myself, HB 12, is filed on the House. Uh, uh, Blake Miguez, my colleague in the Senate, he's filing one in the Senate. Uh, both of them are good bills. Um, you know, I'd, I'd be happy with whichever one uh, moves across the line. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, Governor Landry put this call uh, in, into the special session, so he's wanting this constitutional carry bill, and I'm ecstatic about it. You've been pretty hopeful. You told us the last time we spoke when you first talked about it this year that uh, this is the year it's going to pass. I mean, you don't expect any trouble at all, right? No, you know, there may be some, uh, you know, there's always a battle to, you know, keep it what I would call true constitutional carry. Uh, you know, that battle I'm sure would take place and, and, uh, and, and I'm, I'm ready for that battle. But yes, I feel confident that we're going to get constitutional carry the next, I would say week and a half, uh, to two weeks. Danny McCormick on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Danny, what's the difference between your bill and uh, Miguez's bill? 
there's almost uh, there's just a microscopic differences. It's, it's very little, uh, uh, not not really enough uh, difference uh, to, to mean anything. So they're they're very similar in nature. So why are they? Why do we need two of them? It's not unusual to uh, have two bills. I, I guess you would call them companion bills. It's actually very, uh, um, you know, very common to, for one to come from one side of the aisle to the other side of the aisle. Could both be approved, or would they just narrow down to one? Uh, no, at some point we'd probably merge them into one. Uh, you know, I believe the law is the, the last one. If both of them pass, the last one to pass would be the uh, the bill that would go into law. But uh, you know, I feel confident at some point in the process uh, they'll be merged into one bill. Danny McCormick, our last minute here. If this passes, a when does it go into effect, and then b when can when and where can I carry my gun? Uh, that you're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to wait till the bill passes before uh, we know where you can carry your gun. So that's a little early. And hopefully uh, when Jeff Ledger signs it into law here in a couple of weeks is, is when it'll take place. But uh, we'll have to see that outcome too after uh, after the session's over with. So it's a, as quickly as a couple of weeks then? It, it's a possibility with a special session, yes. Wow, that's interesting. State Rep. Danny McCormick from Oil City. Thanks for your time, sir. You bet. Mm-hmm. Appreciate y'all guys. Have a you great bet. day. Thank you. You too, sir. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. The show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. By the way, today is President's Day. Don't understand this holiday. I think federal government, federal office buildings are closed mm-hmm. today. No, no post office, no mail running today. Right. I think some of the parish offices are closed, but city offices are, are open. And it's, um, you know, garbage collection will happen today. There was a, a recent poll in, in, and I'll tell you why I don't understand this, okay? Um, in, in what qualities Americans want in a president, Okay. Other than <laughs> I, I, I'm the lesser of the two evils, I, you know, mm-hmm. instead of, well, I don't want to vote for that guy. 86% want a president who is honest, exhibits ethical leadership, sets a standard for other politicians to follow. We don't have that. 84% want a president who promotes national unity and tries to address divisions in today's society. We don't have that. want a president who respects the Constitution and governmental laws. Yeah, we don't have that. Mm. 80% want a president who's extreme against extreme partisanship. We don't have that. (laughs) Another 80%. Once a president who emphasizes the importance of balancing the federal and state powers... Mm. Maybe allows Texas to protect its own citizens. Yeah. To address national issues effectively. Yeah, we don't have that. We're in bad shape on that one. How how if this is the majority, I mean seventy nine to eighty percent of Americans, please explain to me how Biden got elected. Either they didn't vote those eighty percent that are being polled. Or he fooled them, you know, and, and talked about other things that that meant more to them. People people forget, people typically vote on one issue that's important to them. 
you know, whether it was right. green well, energy, okay. whether it was, you know, abortion, abortion, whether it right. was, you know, who knows? And they vote on that one issue and that's what matters to them. And then you get what you get after the fact. And that's, you know, that goes for everybody. I'm not just talking about Biden. That goes for all of them. You I, get what you get. Uh, yeah. I watched yesterday um, uh, a lot of Nikki Haley's town hall. I don't know mm-hmm. if you watched any of that. I did not. Uh, on, on, uh, it was Fox News. I was watching the paint dry channel. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm you're sorry. not. You're <laughs> Some of that you, that you watch, oh. God love you for watching that. Oh. But, um, Aaron, the, the, I don't know, 40, 45 minutes that I watched, she did not misstep. Mm. She had the correct answers. Now, it did lead me to wonder because they took questions from the audience. I think, A, they were pre-approved questions. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. If not written by Haley's people. <laughs> I I mean, honestly. Oh, it yeah. It was so polished when right. they stood up and asked that they read, they read their questions. Mm-hmm. That she popped off the answer just so smooth that it, it was like, she obviously read. she knew it was coming. Yeah. But I'm wondering if they even wrote it for her mm, and then that, let these people go you read this question some of these are so planned these days and staged, oh, it, absolutely political events and it, it's almost like uh you don't know what to do when you go vote you really don't you know and i i like nikki haley i i think she would Again, probably she be said good all the right things mm-hmm. i mean she was talking about closing the border yep and 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 saying you know we've got to shut it down we've got to stop this this not only it's not a migration, it, it is an invasion mm-hmm. of our southern border. And now, I'm, okay, I like that. You know, right now, now, Trump is just decimating her, even in her own home state. Yes, but when you look at what she's done as governor, you go, wow. But then the same thing can be said for DeSantis. Look what he's done with Florida, right? And he he just failed on the national stage absolutely didn't do anything yeah so i don't know it was interesting it'll be interesting to see but happy president's day yep today mm-hmm. uh mikey mccarty 1017 fm 710 com. One seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. It's kind of a <laughs> kind of a long weekend. I'm not a big look. I'm I'm just not a big basketball fan. Mm-hmm. I like some college basketball, some, but overall, never just never really got into basketball. Nope. I played a little bit in high school, so I'm not. Okay. I watch an uh, All Star game. They I'll, yeah, I watch March points. Madness. But the, 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 yeah, the All Star game. What on earth are they doing? <laughs> they're they're throwing up about as much defense in the All Star game as the NFL Pro Bowl. <laughs> Did they call one foul at all? Well, they the NFL finally just said we're not doing it anymore. We're doing flag football. We're yeah. gonna play flag football mm-hmm. and we're gonna do a pass kick and whatever yeah. competition and. Push the sleds so, and obstacle right. courses and all that. Guys, and, and who? And I understand these guys. 
their career could be ruined because they're playing in an absolute meaningless game that that could be perceived as a money grab by the NFL. Right, exactly. And how much do they really so get? I don't get. I mean, I don't. I yeah. don't blame them. But why keep having the game? Who who literally watched? Raise your hand. <laughs> keep one hand on the wheel if you're driving. Raise your hand if you watch the NFL. The excuse me, the NBA All Star, All -Star game. Right. I see no hands. Ruben's hand's no, not up. I no. One team scored more than 200 points. <laughs> more than 200 points was scored by one team. <laughs> These guys, I would like to watch that just to see the guys go, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'm going on past. <laughs> just do your layup. I'm going to sit down here and, you know, yeah. read a book. He's on court holding one of the plastic cups of Gatorade. <laughs> but do they do they care if we watch it or not? I guess they don't. They don't care if we watch it or not. Or maybe we want to. Maybe we want to see if they'll score three hundred next year. Uh, yeah. And somebody score three hundred next year. Well, just turn it into a shooting competition. I yes. mean, do something different. Now, I like the three point shootout between Steph Curry and well, oh, I'm going to lose the, the lady's name. Plays in the WNBA. Couldn't tell you. And she held her own. She did okay. Couldn't tell you one player in the WNBA. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I don't watch that at all. I, I hate to say that because I love to watch my LSU ladies, and I'm watching South Carolina now, and, you know, but, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with those. Now, I still like to watch the Major League Baseball All-Star game. I think they still try. I love the home run derby. That's right. incredible yeah. to watch, see who, who can hit it out of the park. Because they try on that one. They're trying to. Right. They're trying to win that. Um, I the don't home know. run derby or the all star game. I like the home run derby. They're trying on the home run derby. They want to win. But see, with the with the with the baseball again, you can go look. It's a cash grab for the league. I'm yeah. not going to go out there and pull a hammy because you know in a totally used you know meaningless game right but there's really not but, but much there's contact less of an in injury. baseball right yeah. there's there's less of a chance of an injury mm -hmm. and and you might be playing for a little pride you right know? exactly so i can see baseball that being still a competitive game but but, but I certainly was, not I, I was all geared up yesterday for you know cuz there's no sports and i'm kind of in a withdrawal symptom <laughs> but it was daytona 500 sunday and I was oh, stoked. Right, right. I got, went to the pool. I came home. I I cooked a steak. I got my I got my bath from the pool and got all cleaned up and ready to go with the steak and to get ready. Turn on the TV to go watch the Daytona 500. Was it raining? It was a. I know it was a weather delay. Rained out. Rained out. They're okay. running it today. I was like, now Are where, you kidding me? Now where is that? Day. Did he just ask me where the Daytona 500 she is? Almost, she almost, almost fell for it. <laughs> Who's in Grant's tomb? Uh, you really Sorry, just almost was... asked me. I see. It's rare that the Daytona 500 gets rained out. Right. I mean, because there's not much rain in California. Right. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I was just going with it. Yeah, but that's the and that's the funny thing about uh, NASCAR is their biggest event of the year is their first event. Mm -hmm. You know that's rare in any sport. You know you have the Super Bowl at the end of the season and all right. that. Daytona 500 is the I mean it's the granddaddy and everybody wants to win Daytona. So you know it's exciting, but we'll have to wait a couple more weeks. So today we'll watch Daytona. But See, I'm 
I, I just, I never got, there's another one I just never got into. I never got into NASCAR. Really? I uh, Now, I am so all in. If you go into my office next door, what, what's all, all over my wall? Oh, your F1 stuff is right. everywhere. Yeah. It, and, and I'm sitting here looking at the F1 calendar now. <laughs> uh, they're actually having some preseason testing going on this weekend. Ooh, okay. And I've got the F1 app, so I will be watching that. I love my IndyCar racing, too. I yes, mean, I, IndyCar, I've literally I like been, been to the Indy 500 a couple of times. And oh, wow. it is... Um, that is, that combines LSU football with, I mean, tailgating, LSU tailgating with mud wrestling is the best way to describe it. That place is nuts. The, the Indy 500? Oh, my gosh. During the, in, in the infield, when we were sitting in the infield one you year. You got in the infield? Well, yeah, they have bleachers. You know, you buy your ticket. Oh, there's oh, okay. But when you go into the restrooms, Mike, they have troughs in the men's bathroom. Sure, yeah. that's. Yeah. I don't ask me why I know. But <laughs> there were ladies sitting in that. Oh, come on. There, the, it, was, it was a mess. It, the ladies' line was like three miles long. Right. So women were going into the men's room. A friend told me that. And um, <laughs> Take, he's taking he's, a sits bath in yes, the in the urinal trough, sitting in the trough. <laughs> oh God! And I'm like, really? Can't you just wait a minute for one of the booths to come open? What's it? A booth? It's not. A, it's a stall. No, they were. They had to go so bad. Okay, yeah. let me ask you this, Ruben. Ruben, if you're in a if you're in a, a restaurant or a business, and the bathrooms are what we call one holders. You know, mm-hmm. like if it's just, if it's a ladies room and it's one seat, will you jump in there? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, same here. Yeah, yeah. you gotta go. If you, yes. You gotta go. And if I it's just that. one, per, clean up after yourself. As, as a matter of fact, I, I totally have done that now well, that I'm yes, thinking about it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. If it's, if it's a one, one holer, you know, go, yeah. But I'm not getting in the trough where the, you know, no. now let no, me just say, the, the ladies who were in the trough, Amen. You think Amen. a little alcohol was consumed? Uh, they've been drinking a little bit too much and smoking some weed or something because they didn't care who was next to them and whatever they were doing. Everything's a bathroom if you're drunk enough. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by, Ruben. <laughs> and on that note, Tim Fletcher Sports next, 1017 FM, 710 K. Breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarthy on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Want to hit the Shreveport Security Systems message board. We were talking about the All-Star Game, the NBA All-Star Game, which was over the weekend. Uh, one, one, one team scored over 200 points in the game. Shows you how hard these guys are trying mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> throwing up a lot of D. Mm-hmm. Right. Or <laughs> just standing there with their Gatorade going, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Hit that, hit that layup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not stopping you. <laughs> uh, but to, And then, of course, in the NFL, they just gave up. They just said, we're not playing a Pro Bowl anymore. Right. This is, this is nobody's. I remember the last one that I actually tried to watch, and this has been years ago, um, when they snapped the ball, all the linemen just kind of stood up and put their hands on the others 
They just kind of stood up yeah. and, and well, I'm not really going to hurt you. I'm not going to, you know, go ahead. Right. And that's exactly. like, okay, this is a joke. And they determined that, yeah, it is. But, oh. the, but Major League Baseball All-Star Game, they do still try. Of course, less, less uh, chance of an injury in mm-hmm. baseball. Not, not a lot of contact unless you're sliding into home. Right. Um, but we did get a message on the message board that said trying in the All-Star Game because the winning league gets home field advantage in the World Series. Forgot about that. That's true. And that's a great idea yeah. on the on behalf of the league going, we're going to make this mean something. Right. So folks want to win that. The game actually does mm-hmm. mean something. And the star players do show up. They right. Come and they come and they play. Put me in the game. You know, for the others, they're like, ah, I'll play a quarter. You know, put me and in if there you for take the players that are in there and going, okay, you play in this. Here's some performance bonuses. Mm-hmm. You know, you you knock one out of the park. It's sure. ten thousand dollars or whatever. Even mm-hmm. if it's to your favorite charity, I don't care. Yes, but but you know, make it mean something. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Unrelated note. On my way in this morning. Yep. Aaron, I heard I heard a story that I <laughs> I was just like. This is hilarious. Do you remember ever seeing videos of of like fifteen year olds in there and they show them a, a phone like we used to have on the wall in our house? Yes. And they say, Call your you know, call your sister. Mm-hmm. And they and they and they can't figure out how to dial a phone. How to dial it, right. And and <laughs> even if it had buttons, they pick it up. Like, then they'd hang it up and dial the number. It's just uh, the most bizarre thing, and they pick it back. They couldn't figure out. Well, landlines apparently are making a comeback. Really? <laughs> Gen Zers think the landlines are cool. Okay. That Yes. And they want landlines in their houses? They want the old school phones with the twirly cords. <laughs> Rotary dial even, yes. too? Oh, my. There was one girl that said they they were cute and romantic, and it made her feel like she was on Sex in the City. <laughs> so that's why you want it. You'll yeah. never use it. They will never use them. Now, uh, I, in the in the report I heard, I thought this was hilarious. The the, uh, the reporter that was telling the story, she goes, "Look," and she was obviously younger. Mm-hmm. She goes, I, "I would not mind." Somebody actually calling me and asking me out on a date. Oh, what a novel idea. And not texting me. She goes, take the texting out of the equation. Very interesting. Interesting. That is interesting. Actually having a conversation Mm -hmm, with another human. Aaron, we were at, we went to, after church yesterday... Went to went to Gibbons, not a commercial. Just mm-hmm. that's, we we love going there after church. There was a couple at a table next to us. Four kids looked like about twelve years old to ten, mm-hmm. ten to eight and seven. Mm-hmm. All four kids had full sized iPads in front of them oh. on stands, watching movies, playing games. Nobody was interacting. And I, I looked at my wife. I said, they're going to regret that at some point. Yep. Mm-hmm. At what better time do you learn intercommunication, interpersonal skills 
interacting with other human beings than around the table. Absolutely. Engage your children. All four of their kids. Uh, I'm sure mom and dad had a device or two as well. Probably on their phones. I was just like, that is so sad. God, it is sad. That is so sad. It really is. And you're going to regret that. Mm -hmm. And one of the people with us said um, electronic autism. Yeah. It's it's actually a thing. Can't interact with humans. Can't interact with humans. Because they never learned how. Mm Mm-mm. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Talk to my daughter. I guess last weekend when she was in town, we were talking about, she said, Dad, get ready. She goes, you need to start walking. Mm-hmm. She goes, we want to go to Ireland. Oh, nice. Just me and her. Cool. Have a, a, a dad. Because she and, and Dina do a lot of things. They'll take a, a long weekend and go to Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. Or they'll go. I, I think they've got something coming up here in the next next few weeks, as a matter of fact. Uh, where they're going, and they'll go do stuff. Sure. Just mom and daughter. So mm-hmm. uh, she wants to do a, a, a daughter-dad trip. To Ireland. To Ireland. I wow. Wait, Aaron. I may not come back. You have to come back. I may not come back. I may go. What we want to do, there's a documentary on net on Amazon Prime called mm-hmm. The Irish Pub. Oh. And all this, these filmmakers just went all through Ireland. There's no narrator. There's no, you know, host. Mm. They just interviewed these pub owners. Uh, and it is awesome. Yes, those pubs are incredible. They're just amazing. A lot of the pub owners in Ireland are also the local undertakers. Really? And a pub could be, have like your Guinness and your Jameson on one side mm-hmm. and then all your groceries and meats and hams on the other side. It's not like just going down to the, oh. you know, the strip on Highway 80 and hitting the bars. So much charm. It's a culture and a, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a completely different setup. It really is. It's an, it's amazing and, it's, and I've been there and it's beautiful. I'm oh. taking notes on the Irish pub documentary and I and we want to go through and uh, hit those and see how many are still there. Yes. And meet yes. the pub owners. Because oh, some of those man. have been there for a hundred, you know, a hundred oh, yeah. plus years. Mm-hmm. One guy charm. was, one oh. guy said, yes, my grandfather, my grandfather started the pub in, you know, 1872. And this oh. is the same stone floor that's been there. <laughs> and the floor is all jagged. And one of the guys goes, yeah, it's all right coming in, but you got to watch yourself going out. Your trip going out. <laughs> So we want to make a, 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 a just go and hit those and those historic pubs. Oh, and, that'll and be gorgeous. Just, You'll love it. I, 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 if I find one for sale, though, Aaron, with a little apartment up above. Yeah. I'm, that's it. I'm I'll just, have to I'm call Dina for a, you. I'm going to buy a pub. <laughs> just live in Ireland. He's a, he's a pub owner I'm now. done. <laughs> I wonder how long you could get away with your accent if you tried. You went in a pub and... You tried to pass yourself off. I'm I'm from County Cork. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I think they pick up on it pretty quickly. I think they Although, probably would. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If I were to spend any time or Scotland, mm-hmm. I would I would start talking like that. Yes, you absolutely I, I would. I guarantee you, I would. Mm-hmm. 
That's going to be a I great would, trip. Uh, I can't wait. Well, I give me the paperwork. Wait. I'll see if I approve it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Ruben already told me I could go. Okay. He's the boss. Uh, my wife is the absolute, um, um, not not garage sale. What's the other one? Uh, estate sales. Mm-hmm. She's on these sites, estate sales. You find amazing stuff at yes. estate sales. Oh, yeah. Um, but people are taking this now, thrift stores mm-hmm. and estate sales, seriously. Big time. Talk about that next. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710keel.com. Get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Thing is, though, I'm not buying shoes at a thrift store. No. I'm not. Things not I'm to buy sorry. at a thrift store. Under, not, undergarments. We used, when I worked, shoes. When I worked at a, another radio station, uh, this is back in the 80s, uh, Back when all radio stations had full staff 24-7. Oh, so, yeah. So you had, you know, there was eight, ten people on your air staff. Mm-hmm. And three or four of us got to be real good friends all the day the day crews. And uh, we would go bowling every week. And 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 it was so much fun, Aaron. So I bought my own bowling shoes right. and bowling ball. Yes. Because I'm like, I don't want to put my feet. No, I know. In, I, I know. don't care what you're spraying it out with. But I do, and I don't buy hats at no. thrift stores either. And no. don't wear my hat, by the way. Yeah. Don't, I like your hat. Don't put it on your... No. I'm, I'm, no. But we are buying at thrift stores. Secondhand stores are flourishing. Um, they are... It's booming. They're saying that 35% of the clientele now in these thrift stores is upper income folks. That are going in, they're trying to fight inflation, and if they need a new bicycle or looking for a bike or anything, there you go. Absolutely, they're going in and they're finding them at thrift stores, and they're saying that the thrift stores all around the communities across the country are booming. They're thriving, and we have several here in town, and you can see it at KeelNews.com. See, that that was surprising to me. I mean, obviously, you think about Goodwill. Mm -hmm, You know, there are you know several Goodwill locations. We have Excuse a bunch me. of them, yeah. But but we have we have several. Yes. Almost like ind- independence. Yes. One of my favorites that people don't talk about a lot, it's um right there next to Strawn's. Um it's called Fab Finds. I saw that. It's a benef- yeah. it's a store that benefits the YWCA and they have I'm talking about high dollar women's you know, clothing, shoes, purses, all that. And you get stuff for bargains. I mean, it is incredible. Mm-hmm. And people have started to discover it. And they're starting to go in there and get. But there are so many around town. Summer Grove's got one on the backside of the old mall, St. Uh, Saint Vincent. I mean, uh, South, Park. South Park Mall. A bunch of them. It really is. They're, they're now booming. And folks are finding stuff you're not going to find, in, you know, in other places at those prices. It really is amazing. ChristFit has one on mm-hmm. the, in Bossier. Yep. There's a, Very there's cool. a ton of yeah. them. And they all have, you know, some of them even have big ticket furniture items. So it's a, one of the ways you can save money if you're battling inflation. Try the secondhand stores. You're, you'd be surprised what you'll find. Mike and McCarty, 1017FM710Keel.com and on the free Keel app. More breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. 
By the way, Ed hit us up on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. If you don't have the Keel News app, that's a great way to listen to us anytime. Uh, and if you miss any part of the show, you want to pick it up, you can download our podcast mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but that's how you message with us on the app. And uh, Ed's asked, uh, today being President's Day, any word on trash pickup in the city of Shreveport? It's on, yeah. It is on. Mm-hmm. So Shreveport's I, I, not closed, yeah. I put mine out last night. It, so. They're picking it up today. So, um, yeah, if you're a Monday pickup, they're coming. They'll be there if they haven't already gotten through. They come, they come in my house real early, so they've probably already gone. Um, I went to the movies Friday after I left work. I really wanted to see the Bob Marley movie kind of just... By myself, I wanted to to soak it all in and didn't want a whole crowd. So I went during the kind of early morning hours. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm surprised they still run movies with the way everything's cut back. I know. I know. And, and it, it's... Um, how many people were in the theater with you? It was me and one other gentleman. Really? That was it. And yeah. they still ran the film. They did. And they were well, running it them. on two theaters. They were running it on the HD theater and then they were running it on the one I was at. The HD, they had a few more tickets sold at $2 extra. I don't know the difference, so I didn't buy the higher price ticket. I was going to say, do you really need a a Bob Marley documentary? Does that need to be in HD? It's not like you're watching Top Gun or something. Again, I thought maybe if it was a lot of music, maybe that would be good in HD. I don't know. But I was, it's it's a more a documentary than than I would call it anything else. I was really... I was expecting more music in the movie than I got. It has music, don't get me wrong. But it was a lot about the history of the turmoil in Jamaica and how he, you know, I I didn't know his story. I went in, I didn't research any of it. I said, I'm going to go cold. I want to, I want to watch it Mm -hmm. and soak it in. And how he and his wife, Rita, were shot. Um, you know, in the days when there was turmoil in the country and, and, uh, she nearly died. Um, he fled to London. She took the kids, I think, to Delaware where her parents were, her mom was. Um, it was a, an interesting, very interesting story. Um, didn't know much about, but it was a, you know, he ultimately died of cancer because you don't realize, realize, cause you know, he died early. I think he was 37 when he died. But the impact I he had, that much about him. the impact he had on Jamaica was right. just, and when he returned to Jamaica from London, um, just like the king had returned. I mean, I had no clue how big he was right. there. And he was just, he still is in Jamaica. See, I, I enjoy going to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um Especially now that they've got those walls and the the seating where you don't see the people in front of you anymore who's on their damn phones and it's so (laughs) distracting. So I enjoy going. but But the problem is, like a film like this, I'll wait for that to come out on Netflix. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted I was, to see. I want to see uh, a Top Gun next generation sure. at the theater. Sure, there there are certain films that you go. This has to be experienced mm-hmm. in, on the on the big screen. I wanted as the to kids see. Say. I wanted to see his music scenes on the big screen. I wanted okay. to see the band. And right. I wanted to see. You know, Bob Marley and the Wailers were are legendary, and I wanted to see all that on the big screen. The music is pretty incomparable, and I did like at the beginning of the film his son Ziggy came on and said, we were on the set, our family was on the set the entire time, 
you know, giving guidance, and we approve of the message oh, that cool. is carried in this movie. So it wasn't like it was Hollywood and they changed the story. They kind of put the, the truth, the true story in it. And But my it, Zenith television, mm-hmm. my 12-inch screen Zenith <laughs> television, I can... I can enjoy movies at home. Stop it. You're so bad. And you know what? Of all the history of Bob Marley, when you think of Bob Marley, you think of what? Ganja? You didn't see a whole lot of that. Really? I didn't. You saw some, but you didn't see a whole lot of that. They didn't make that the focus. It was not the focus of the movie, and I thought it might be. But so it, worth going to see, you say, give it a I, grade? Yeah, I'm going to give a, it a, a B, B? B plus. Okay. I'm going to give it a B nice. plus. Pretty good film. Pretty Mike good. McCarley, Mike and McCarty. Mike and McCarley. Bob. 101.7 FM. 710 Kiel.